0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Me Too We Talk podcast. And yes, it's the Truth Serum Series, where we promise to tell you the truth.
1: The whole truth.
0: And nothing but the truth. So So help me God. God. And yes, it's going to be an amazing episode today. You guys, listen to the newest topic that we are doing today. It is called, I Won't Scratch Your Itch.
1: Well, if I need your help to scratch, you better scratch my itch.
0: No, I can't do it. It's not on me to do that. God didn't tell me to do that. That's not my ministry. (laughs) However, we have someone that absolutely won't scratch your itch at any point in time. He is the author. He is a spiritual advisor in my eyes. And on top of that, he is a newlywed, a husband. Oh, my God. Can we bring him onto the air? Cameron Bracey, are you here?
2: Hey, how's everybody doing? Cam,
0: Cam he is the man. Cam the, myth, the man. The legend. What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Thank you. We're so glad to have you on the show. We we feel blessed to bring you onto the show. I'm honored. No, trust me, the honor is here. It's all ours. It is. It's all it, ours. It is. And we have the pleasure of knowing you, but this this side of you, we are just in love with my friend, okay? So we would like to tell our audience to brace themselves, okay? To brace themselves for you. Shut okay? the front door. Shut the front no, door. No, you didn't get
1: it. You almost played on his last name.
0: I did play. Oh,
1: you did on purpose? Yes, I did. Sh- See, you're blowing my blew, mind. Okay. You're blowing my that's, mind. That's what Bracey does, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cameron, would you please tell us our audience, what they need to brace themselves for. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: My name is uh, Cameron Bracey. Thank you all for having me. I am 21 years old, and that is actually when I discovered my gift of uh, writing. So for Mm. those of you that may be questioning what I do, like uh, Rhonda and Connell said here, I'm an author, an inspirational speaker, anything you want to add to it. (laughs) <laughs> but um i discovered my gift i <laughs> just i discovered my gift of writing though uh, back in 2018 that's when i had actually failed the nursing program mm. and prior to that failure i actually uh, had always been writing a little bit on my laptop i just never put all the thoughts together
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then um when that failure had happened yeah i remember God was just like hey sit back read what you've been writing put those thoughts together i've been talking to you through them mm-hmm. so uh after i did that Uh, My first book, Don't Give Up Just Yet. You Still Have a Purpose. My Mm. second book, Dive Into Destiny. And then my third one, a 100-day devotional called Jump Into Faith.
1: (laughs) Wow. Cam, I want you to know, I haven't even read three books in the last year. (laughs) And you wrote three in the last year and a half, man. Come on. You're hurting my feelings right now. But no, no, this devotional is is pretty dope, man. Like, Mm. it really... It had me into it. Mm -hmm. And I know you wrote it for people like me who, not so much a short attention span, but people who like.
0: Short attention span. (laughs)
1: Shut your face. (laughs) But people who can't take it all at once. Mm -hmm. But you can really like go at your own pace and you really want to read it all at one time. And it's that easy to do so. Yeah. So I appreciate you for it, man. For people like me. Yeah. And and then
0: then hold on. You got the rest of the people, the people like me. I (laughs) love everything you have written. I have been a fan since the very beginning, and I've watched you do your book tours. I've I've, I've noticed how you have been on air on radio shows and things like that. You've done so much and accomplished so many things in so little time, and that is so impressive just in itself. But this devotional, I'm going to go back to what my husband said, shut the front door. Open the book and read it. But there have been just so many things that I feel that have taught me. And I know we know you from a teaching um, standpoint. You know, you were involved in our class, you and your beautiful, wonderful wife. Oh, my goodness. Is he not winning?
1: He is winning at life right now. I mean, not too (laughs) many bad things you can say that Cam has going on. No, no. Writing three books. No.
0: Mm -mm. Married a
1: beautiful woman. Yep living living that life so yeah hats off to you sir
0: hats off to you and hashtag favor because you got it
1: (laughs) it's not fair favor is not fair no it's
0: not but you got it okay and and we would like to jump in you know i love you know everything that you put in your devotional but i am so drawn to day five yes And, and especially what's going on in today's world If it's okay, I'd like to read it to you, even though I know you know the words, but I have to read it because it just, I just feel like it gave me life and will give life to our listeners. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. In the midst of a storm, you will be tempted to listen to others' voices. I encourage you to only listen for God's voice. He communicates through storms. What I like about what you did in this book, Cameron, is you didn't just say, hey, you know, I'm going to tell them what they want to hear. You said you need to hear the voice of God above all else. Yeah, the truth. The truth. And Mm -hmm. could you kind of tell us where you were when you were writing day five of your devotional? That's when
2: I was going through my rough patch with the nursing program. You know, it wasn't so much the program itself. It was uh, one class uh, obstetrics. That class gave me a hard time and I was in the midst of, you know, when God, you know, you have that burning in your stomach and God was pulling me this way. And I'm like, no, but my plan is this. I know mm-hmm. that I know the end result. I know this. I know that when God is pulling you one way, you know, you want to go, but you're kind of nervous. So right. I remember when I was going through that storm. I would talk to a few of my friends, you know, I would talk to my wife who was then my girlfriend and I would go, Hey, you know, how do you, how do you feel about this? You know, what do you think I should do about this? You know, people are supportive, you know, those who love you, support you and everything. But, you know, part of being safe, you know, they kind of go, but what is that going to do for you? What are the benefits? You know, are you going to have a steady income? Are you going to be able to provide for your family? And yes, it's wise to think about all of that, but I know my God is my provider, you know, so I know he will see me through the storm. And, you know, many times throughout the Bible is referenced, God has always been there in the storm. Mm. He's always been there. So I knew that he would carry me through it all no matter what I was going through. Other voices may try to tell you to give up, but God would tell you to keep going. So
0: Mm -hmm. that's a good point. That's a very good point.
1: So, Cam, let me ask you this then. Rhonda and I, knowing you and knowing, like, when you have a plan— Mm -hmm. your plan, like, goes into full force. It goes into action. So Mm -hmm. this nursing program, nursing in general, that was the plan. So how Mm -hmm. hard was it to shift your focus from that when you had to listen to what God had in store for you versus what you already had or thought for yourself?
2: It's difficult. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. you um, What you just said, a key word is focus. You know, when you focus on something, you zoom in on it. Like, that's all you see. You know, Mm -hmm. when you you laid your eyes on Rhonda, that's all you saw. Every other woman was blurry. Negative. That's all you saw.
3: You know, she, she was clear
2: to you. It was clear that you wanted her. You know, she was for you. That, that's how it was for me with nursing. That's all I saw. That's all I envisioned myself doing. But then, you know, I had that thing on the inside. That guy was like, yeah, no, son, I've caused you to do something else. You know, mm-hmm. not that this is the wrong path, but I think he just had to, God, God works on us, uh, uses us in different ways to develop us. Right. That's and I true. think he took me through that season to develop me, you know, i Prior to that, I've never failed anything in my life. You know, you can ask my parents, you can ask my wife, you can ask my little brothers. I never failed at anything. That was like the first time I hit rock bottom. Right. But I felt right. like God had to, you know, he had to hit me or had to have me fall so that my vision can refocus. Right. So, you know, I was focused on this. He goes, nope, that's not it. Focus on this. He took me from nursing to writing, which is a full one eighty, three sixty, whatever you want to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, you know, my, my focus, I just started focusing on him. And the one thing about when you're focusing on God, his, his vision, you know, it's perfect going after what he wants you to do. You're not going to see, see it all the way through, right? Mm -hmm. you know, so he's just going to take you one day, one step at a time. You know, that's, that's where I'm at right now. So, you know, you tell some people to focus on what God wants you to do. They think that means go all the way. No, that's, that's not the case. You know, Mm -hmm. one day at a time. So.
1: Ken, that's actually a very good point, because my follow-up question was going to be, because like you just said, you hadn't felt at anything. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. the fact that you did, I know you felt some type of way. So how did you Mm -hmm. get from there to where you ended up in the first place?
2: You know, uh, although, like I said, you know, when you fall down, the Bible says a man who falls down seven times, you know, he gets up, right? Mm Right. So, you know, I fell. I told myself I'm not going to squander in this puddle. You know, I'm a little wet, but I'm going to get up, dry myself off on going you know some people they sit there they go oh my gosh i failed i don't know what else to do i'm not gonna keep on going i'm not gonna keep on doing you know i don't know what i'm gonna do no that's what the devil wants you you know and mm-hmm. that's right. that's the part about you know failure doesn't mean that's the end of the road it just this is a area of your life where clearly god had to work on you he had to strengthen you and honestly that failure it, it got me my relationship with god has increased a lot because of that mm. you know that's so awesome. clearly he he was intentional and yeah, you just you got to get back up. So anybody who's listening, you know, if you fail at anything, you, you got to get back up. You can't squander in that puddle. Yeah. No
0: good in there. I agree. I was reading this part in here where it says, I am quick to call my parents, my grandparents or even my friends. I seek them for solutions, but then I go to God and start groping and complaining about what I'm going through. And <clears throat> I just thought that was very honest. It was clear. And many mm-hmm. of us have done that. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we tend to blame those who give us advice. But I was glad that you, you know, you just opened up and said, you know what, I know I, I always do this, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but I'm going to do something different. And again, I, I go back to what you said earlier, that has to be challenging when you're right. used to the advice of others. Right. How, how did that feel when, you know, you're used to hearing that advice and you knew in your heart of hearts, it sounds like. That wasn't the the advice you needed to hear this time.
2: You know it's tough. (laughs) (laughs) You know if I'm being if I'm being real, you know it's it's tough. You know it can be nerve wracking sometimes because when everybody sees you going down this one route that looks promising, that you know guarantees a steady income, that guarantees benefits, and you you know you're like, well, God has you know revealed this to me. Not that they don't support you. My my parents, my wife, my siblings, they've been nothing but supportive. Mm-hmm. But I think it's normal, you know, for people who love you, um, they want to protect you. They want you to be safe. Right. So, you know, I had to kind of shift from going to complaining to God and, you know, calling my parents saying, Hey, what should I do? I had to go to God and go, God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You know, I shifted my perspective. I shifted, you know, what I'm going to him for. You know, when we go to God, he doesn't want to listen to us complain. No, that's not what he wants us to do. Cause he already know, he already knew what we were going to go through. Yeah. So it was more of, God, what do you want me to do? And then I just stood on God's word, you know. And like I said, my parents, my wife, my, my entire family, they've been nothing but supportive. Nothing
1: but supportive. Yeah, That's awesome. That's good. It, it's actually kind of crazy to think that it's already written. Like what you think versus the plans he has in store for you. Mm. Nine times out of ten, they're not going to line up. No. No, he, not it, at all. But it's already written and it's crazy for us to kind of just follow him. Right. Like it's hard. But that's the right.
0: essence of faith. It really yeah. is. It is. Right. Many are the right. plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. And we have to, you know, be okay with it. Now, yeah. I'm going to be right? real with you. There are times I'm like, Lord, what's going on? What you doing? <laughs> you know? And, right. you know, but it's something about when you sit back and you let him take over and he... Is the one that because, you know, again, he's the author and the finisher of your faith. And so if anybody knows how to write a book, a good book, he knows. So, I mean, if he's telling you to write one, (laughs) we're going to definitely listen. (laughs) Well, good thank you for hearing us out with that. We got to jump into day seven. okay yes, that that also stood out. And again, I'm going to read it to you and I would really like your input on it. Yeah, of course. Day seven, do not let your age prevent you from fulfilling what God has called you to do. You're never too old to get a degree, mm. and you are never too young to plant a seed. I love that. Love it. Yes. Love it. Okay, now tell us. Now, you you, you, you kind of already ushered us in. Give us some more. Tell us. Give us some more great advice.
1: Yes, with your not even twenty-three-year-old self.
0: Yes, that's
1: deep. Okay, that was that was a little too deep for a twenty-three-year-old, but I'm ready for it. No,
0: no, I think it. I think he is in his full purpose because there are people that are 55, 75. Yes. 85 mm-hmm. that still don't know this lesson so please tell me. can us. i say right.
1: can i say he's in his bag is that what the young kids are saying no cam is in his bag no right no now.
0: baby that one i know that one's not <laughs> it that's not it no okay. that's not on trend we gonna have to figure it out he'll teach us though he'll yes. teach us <laughs> go ahead cameron <laughs> tell us more no
2: um honestly you know with uh day seven you know I, I come across a lot of uh people both young and old and they will say hey how old are you and i'll go you know i'm 22." What? Yeah. And you're writing? Yeah. You know, um, what do you do? Oh, man, you know, I'm I'm, I'm 60 and I, I really don't know, you know, I think I'm too old to start that or whatever, but what people don't realize is you've never missed your calling if you're still breathing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not too late unless you're in the grave. Say obviously. that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, so when when I hear people say, you know, oh, I think it's too late for me to go back to school. Well, is it too late or are you afraid? You know, or if you're worried about the money, you know, who, who are you thinking is going to provide for, you know, if God's placed that on your heart, I believe anything God is placed in your heart. He's going to make a way for you. That's just, that's just that it's, it's simple. And as plain as that. So when I say, you know, don't let your age prevent you from doing anything, you're not too young to write a book and you're not too old to get a degree. You're not too young to get married. My wife and I married at 22, 23. Today, the average age, I believe, for many people to get married is like 30. And my previous plan before was I'm not going to get married until I'm like 25, 26, all in my career. But God was like, no, son, that's not what I got for you. (laughs) Like, where's your faith at? Is your faith faith in your career
3: Mm -hmm. or is your
2: faith in me? Like your career doesn't provide for you, you know, and I know a lot of people right now, you know, they might go against that, but we're going through a time now where you see, you know, when a business is struggling, they're quick to let you go, but God still has His grip on you. Mm. So, you know, it's it's never too late and it's never too early to do anything. And like I said, the only time it is too late is when you're dead. But as long as you're still breathing, and clearly if you're listening to this today, you're breathing, you're alive, you're safe, you know, go after whatever it is God called you to do.
1: Amen. Well, Cam, that is good, man. Because if you think about it, nowadays a lot of us give ourselves excuses, mm-hmm. where we'll, oh, yeah. we'll we'll use that age as a cop out. Yeah, like you know, mm-hmm. I'm past my prime. Or oh, and then in that case, we'll start living through our kids or something to that effect, because of the mm-hmm. fact we we think we can't accomplish it anymore. Yeah. So like if, mm-hmm. if if I was a parent that didn't go to college well, my son's got to go to college right. because I didn't mm-hmm. do it. And, you know, yeah. that's not the way, that's not the way to be. you got to be an example versus yep. living through somebody else.
0: And you also can't yep. be a person that's, I'm too young, I'm not there yet, I need a little bit more time, you mm-hmm. know. I have so much, you know, I can do that in 10 years, you know. I'm, I'm only 20, I'm only 23, I'm only 22. <laughs> I can't do mm-hmm. that much, I'm just getting started. No, you, mm-hmm. that's what it's meant for. And, and I love what you said, like, in... Uh, your book you put in there, God put those ideas in your mind for a reason. Yes. That is, that's huge. That's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, we teach that in our class setting and we always tell people all the time, you're the armor bearer of that gift. He put that in right. you and it is your job to see it through to fruition. Yeah. And so a lot of times people don't know that they think, oh, I, I've all I got, I got a lot of ideas. Well, you know, he gave them to you for a reason because right. he know you mm-hmm. would execute it the best.
1: Agree. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm impressed with you. Oh, I'm serious. We could we could go on this one for days.
1: Cam, I'm I'm gonna go when we get off this. I'm gonna go write a book.
0: (laughs) And we're gonna say you're. We're gonna say you're. Mine's
1: are gonna be short stories and illustrated, but it's gonna happen. You're our
0: inspiration. Okay, you know, just be on the lookout. We're gonna get our ebook too. Okay, well, we have to ask you because you know it it perfectly segues into this, but day twelve breaking the law of validation okay now tell us about that where were you at that point when you said I'm gonna break the law of validation what made you write that?
2: oh yes so uh, this stems actually from my second book uh, dive into your destiny mm-hmm. and the subtitle of it is validation is not your destination that's because right because we live in a generation where if you don't have one million Instagram followers, you're not qualified to go after yeah. what God has called you to do. You better say if that. You, if you're not, if you don't have this specific body type, you can't be a model. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have these looks, if you don't think this certain type of way, you can't do whatever it is you've been called to do. Right. So basically, I was coming from a place of, okay, I want to be an author. I put out motivational material every day, every other day. I only got 300 followers on Instagram. I only got 400 followers on Instagram. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where God talks about your followers qualify what you do. Yeah, that's Jesus right. Jesus had 12 of them. Yeah, 12. there you go. And look what it and did. And out of those 12, only one was at the cross with him. Mm. Only one. So I don't know if that sticks with people, but when I read the word, it tells me it doesn't matter how many followers, whether you have 400 or 400 million, you know, who's who's riding with you all the way? Mm. Who sees you from your worst to your greatest or from your greatest to your worst? Who sees you? Mm -hmm. You know, so anybody listening, you know, even to the podcast, you know, if you want to start a podcast today, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. That's right. When you plant the seed, that's when God will water it. That's yeah. when harvest, but a lot of people want guys to harvest something that's never been planted. You know, right.
0: so, you're hitting the point. Yeah, because
1: yeah,
2: I'm, I'm not trying to. Yeah, no,
1: <laughs> you good? Because people nowadays we're looking for validation in all the wrong places. Right. Right. Like, we need right. to be seeking Him first, but like you said, we're going to our friends or even family or just or even our followers. Like, what do you guys mm-hmm. want to hear from me? Mm-hmm. Versus what does God need me to say?
0: Exactly. Right. Right. You know, if you're coming up, if we're coming up with things that you want to hear, that actually defeats the purpose of what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you hit the nail on the head. You know, when we came, began to start to do the podcast, you know, we had people from the class that actually told us, hey, we would love for you guys to get a podcast together. And I Mm -hmm. remember it was all of these different people saying, why would anybody want to listen to your podcast why would anybody want to mm-hmm. you know do it you know it's it's such a niche and then once you say christian you're in a box and you can't go any mm-hmm. further well i just felt like that box was my stepping stone you know <laughs> and right. my husband's stepping right. stone to move us into different places and right. we don't do what everybody else does we have yeah. we've heard so many people say oh i listen and i watch the trends on on Instagram and on Facebook. No, we listen to what God has given us as a word to say. We pray on it, Mm. we meditate on it, and then we bring it to, you know, our audience. And, you know, you know, God is the one that is going to be the rewarder of them who seek him diligently. Yes. Right. And so every right. time we seek him, then in turn, we notice that our followers grow. We don't go with mm-hmm. the norm with that. And so we thank God for that because, you know, we started off, I think we, I remember our first podcast, we had like 20 uh, downloads and we were all excited. We was like, we got 20 downloads. Oh my God, God is so good. We and made we were it. happy. We, we, were like, we made it, we did it. Right. And right, then to be right. where we are now, where we have, even just to our, our, our website, we have 32,000 visitors and it all started from wow. us not, if we had to listen to that person trying to plant that seed of doubt in us, we would have never gone anywhere. Okay. You, know?
2: you know, Deb, and you know what, I can relate with you because just from my first book to now, I believe my first book, you know, you'll have so many people share it on, you know, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram.
0: Hey, go get this book. Yeah. Don't get it. It's great.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. It. You go look at your reports and you see 10 people bought
0: it. <laughs> well, hold on one minute. <laughs> but they were so Everybody excited. Right. <laughs> hold on.
2: You know, and you got, that's why, you know, you have to be careful with when you're looking at, you know, oh, who shared my post? Oh, who liked my post? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, today terms, you know. Uh, if I'm being real, you know, a lot of young people, they validate their bodies through somebody else. Mm. You know, they feel yeah. validated through another man or another woman. Now, that's another topic for another day. That's oh, choice. yeah. Wait Valid- a minute. Can you tell us about goal. that?
0: No, Cameron. Hold on now. <laughs> we want you to tell us about that. But wait a minute. Hold on. We, we have to make sure. Could you possibly tell us about that when we come back for part two?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm getting Damn. excited. We want, we want you back. That's right. We want you back. Oh my
0: goodness. It's getting ready to go down. You guys, you better listen to this. When we go into the next episode cuz this is a part 2 mini series with our author, Cameron Bracy. Uh, we told you already and he won't scratch your itch, okay? He's going to tell you the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So, so help, help me God. God. Please listen in. We got more to come.